Welcome to the Dipshit Files here on the Scatcast Network. This is episode 26. I am Mr. Scriptkeeper. And I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper. And yay, we've got another fucking dipshit file for you. Yes, we do. We're calling this one Blob Rain and a Ghost Story. Yes. And we've got a ghost story from one of you. Yeah, I'm excited. I've held on to this ghost story for uh, several weeks. Yeah. And we are actually cruising into Witchtober, which starts next week. Yep. And I figured I would uh, wrap up the month of September with something... I don't know, kooky and fun and a listener story. A little spoopy. Yeah. All right, let's open up this weird as fuck and kind of nasty dipshit file. Dipshit. So I started the morning with a polished script for you guys, and then uh, I just kind of wanted to tighten up some of the detail in one of the stories I was going to tell. So I dug into a bit of research that I had saved for later, and I stumbled across a story that I had to share. So (laughs) I scrapped the whole freaking script, and I started over at 6.30 this morning. You're weird. I know, but this, uh, so the following story that I have for you is what I found, and I know you're going to be fascinated by this. So, the state of Washington in the Pacific Northwest is, is a weird place. Is infamous for its wet weather, like rain falling an average of 150 days a year. That's the west side. Yeah, not our side. But so in Oakville, Washington, it's a small town around 700 people population, and it's about 43 miles southwest of Seattle. Average rainfall exceeds three feet per month from October through April. Hmm. Okay, that's a lot of rain. It's God's favorite place to pee. Are you sure we should build our city here, Jebediah? I feel as if it is Providence. It hasn't stopped raining for months. I feel as if the Lord takes special care to notice this place. Meanwhile, up in heaven... My Lord God. Oh, hello, Atlas. What are you doing there? Oh, I'm pissing on Washington State. I see. Yeah, they like it. Hmm. (laughs) With the driest months typically being July and August. For like a day. However... The summer of 1994 was different, for in August that year, the constant cloud cover hovering over Oakville brought not rain, but a scene straight out of the blob or invasion of the body snatchers. Look like Spooge. (laughs) Hey, Charlie, how's it going? Oh, things are really good. How are you? Well, Charlie, there's a substance that appears to be ejaculate all over my car. Yes, everywhere. I feel like that's not ideal. Relentless sheets of a strange jelly-like whitish substance fell from the clouds and coated every surface, killed dozens of animals, and made anyone who came into contact with it violently ill. Then, as quickly as it appeared, the bizarre substance evaporated into thin air, leaving a mystery that endures to this day. Somebody should have used a sock, and then we could have tested it. Oh, God! <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, it sounds like that to me. <laughs> the Oakville incident began around 3 a.m. on August 7th, 1994, as tiny blobs of gelatinous material began falling from the sky. My Lord, what are you oh, doing now? Oh, oh, hey, Atlas, I'll be out in a minute. Amongst the first to witness the strange phenomena was police officer David Lacey, then on patrol with a colleague. Quote, we turned our windshield wipers on and it just started smearing to the point where we could almost not see. And we both looked at each other and said, well, geez, this isn't right. I mean, we're basically out in the middle of nowhere. Where did this come from? Alien. The substance was very mushy. It's almost 
It's almost as if you had jello in your hands and you could pretty much squish it through your fingers. We did have some bells go off in our heads and basically said, this isn't right. This isn't normal. End quote. All the guys in the world were like, this is nasty. All the women are like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Shit don't phase us. Meanwhile, residents all over the Oakville area began reporting the same strange substance falling on their properties. Among these was Dottie Hearn, who owned a farm on the outskirts of town. As her daughter, Sunny Barcliff, later recalled, it looked like hail lying on top of the firewood box and everywhere else. So I just went over and touched it, and it wasn't hail. It was a jelly-like material. No color at all, and about the size of grains of rice. It was literally everywhere, on the grass, on the foliage, on a truck window, end quote. In all, the blobs fell over an area of nearly 50 square miles in and around Oakville, but while residents were confused by the phenomena, few were overly concerned. That is, until the sickness began. That's where my brain went to. Later in the afternoon on August 7th, Officer Lacey suddenly fell seriously ill. Quote, I was at the point where I could hardly breathe. I started to put together the possibility that whatever the substance was, it made me violently sick, like I never had been before, to the point where it just totally shut me down, end quote. It'll make you think twice about trying to bust on her face, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. honey. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm just sticking up for ladies. Yikes. Virtue. During this time, Dottie Hearn also suddenly fell ill shortly after touching the strange sub- substance with her bare hands. Mm. She was found by her daughter after she had fallen to the floor suffering from severe nausea and vertigo. She was cold, drenched with sweat. Quote, my mom had been vomiting. She had extreme vertigo. She complained that she had difficulty seeing. Her vision was blurring, end quote. Hearn was taken to the hospital where she was initially diagnosed with Meniere's disease, a disorder of the inner ear, but her daughter was skeptical of the diagnosis, later recalling that she had extreme vertigo or dizziness and felt the room was spinning. Those are all symptoms of that disease. However, she also had a fever and other symptoms of infection. She spent four days in the hospital, and upon release, quote, I asked Dr. Little what her discharge diagnosis was. He just shrugged his shoulders and said, I don't know, some type of virus, end quote. Hmm. Dottie did recover completely after she arrived home. Now, it's worth noting that Meniere's disease usually manifests as an ongoing problem, but she never had any of the symptoms again. Quote, for some reason, as we were going out the door, I, meaning her daughter, remembered the weird substance, and I wondered if perhaps it might have some sort of effect on her, if it might have made her sick. So I opted at the moment to take a sample of this weird stuff to the hospital with us, end quote. Dozens of other Oakville residents also reported sudden mysterious illnesses ranging from nausea and vertigo to severe flu-like symptoms. However, in many of these cases, these symptoms lasted for up to three months, Mm. which is unlike any flu we were aware of at that time. Regular safety precautions did little to stave off the flu-like infection. Both Officer Lacey and Sonny Barcliffe wore gloves while handling the blobs, but it's worth noting that humans were not the only ones affected. Three days after the blobs fell, Sonny Barcliffe's kitten suddenly died. Well, now I hate the story. While Dottie Hearn's two dogs came down with severe vomiting and diarrhea, the cause of which was never determined. 
The numerous barn cats and other animals residing on Dottie Hearn's farm also mysteriously vanished, while frogs, ravens, and other wild animals were found dead near clumps of the blobs with green slime dripping from their mouths. All the animals that survived were like, let's, uh, let's yeah, get let's the fuck out of here. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, let's let's head out. This isn't normal. Something's happening from the sky that's not normal. Let's roll. Local farmers even reported larger animals like cows and horses falling seriously ill after coming into contact with this substance. The August 7th downpour was not an isolated incident either. Mm. Over the following three weeks, the blobs rained down a further five times. Mm. Each blob fall (laughs) accompanied by a wave of human and animal illnesses. Then, as suddenly as they appeared, the blobs were gone, dissolved into the soil or evaporated into the air, leaving few clues as to the nature of their origin. Thank you, Mr. President. I was happy to help you. Secretary, whatever your name uh, is. The congressman from Washington State would like to speak to you. Shoot their sport. Yeah, my state is being attacked by blobs. Blobs like in the movies? Well, they're little fucking blobs. I see. They're everywhere. They're a nuisance. Are you saying I should bomb Washington State? It's had a good run. No, Mr. President, no. You sure about that? Fuck them, I'd do it. Thankfully, though, Sunny Barcliffe still had the sample from Dottie Hearn's farm, which she brought to Dr. David Little, her mother's attending physician at McClary Hospital. While Dr. Little was skeptical that the blobs had anything to do with Dottie's illness, he did agree and sent the sample to the lab for analysis. Mm. Now, this is where it gets kind of interesting. It was here that a lab tech made a surprising discovery. It was spooch. The mysterious blobs contained human white blood cells. What? I, right? Stranger still, all of these cells were missing their nuclei. Does spooch have a nuclei? The central organelles that contain the cell's genetic material. What? So, right, completely baffled, Barcliffe next took the sample to the Washington State Department of Health Laboratories in Seattle, where microbiologist Michael McDowell spread the blobs on a medium, nutrient medium, to see if anything would grow. I wonder if this is some weird, like, uh, Soylent Green kind of thing, but instead of feeding us people, they're like, let's see if we can put people on crops and make it grow. And they're like, Nope, didn't work. Well, the cell culture eventually yielded colonies of two bacteria commonly found in the human gut. Neither, however, is known to be harmful to humans or can account for the severe symptoms experienced by residents of Oakville. The next scientist to examine the blobs was Michael Osweiler of the Washington Department of Ecology, who confirmed the McClary Hospital Lab's findings that the substance contained eukaryotic or nucleus-bearing cells. Tim Davis, a microbiologist at the private firm Amtest Laboratories, came to the same conclusion, though he, like Osweiler, was unable to determine the exact species or origin of the cells. While modern analysis techniques could theoretically shed more light on the mysterious substance, shortly after presenting his report to his supervisor, Michael Osweiler returned to his lab to discover that Sonny Barclay's precious sample had vanished. Right? Hey, where's the sample? Oh, what sample? I don't know what you're talking about. The spunk from heaven, where is it? I've never heard of what you're talking about. That's crazy. <laughs> What'd you do with the sky come? So, I came in, this is a quote, I came in and the material was not 
where it was supposed to be. I asked management what happened to it. He ate it. <laughs> and the exact words were, do not ask. Yeah, okay, I gathered you guys around because I'm missing a very important sample. Yeah, Johnson ate it. Oh, sorry, dude. Oh, what do you mean you ate it? I thought it was yogurt and it didn't say do not eat on it. It was in a sample refrigerator. Oh, I need things labeled, dude. Yeah, here's the reason things are labeled. How are you a scientist? According to Oswala, it was the first and only time in his 30 years with the Department of Ecology that a sample under his care had gone missing. Fuckery. So at this point in my research, I got to tell you, I could hear the X-Files theme music playing <laughs> in my head. <laughs> the aliens came for yes. their spisms. This was the X-Files. In the absence of hard evidence, speculation as to the origins of the Oakville blobs has run rampant. Oh, I'm sure. One early theory voiced by Michael Osweiler was that the blobs were concentrated liquid waste hmm? dropped from a commercial airliner. Hmm. However, the Federal Aviation Authority quickly squashed this theory, hmm. pointing out that the airplane toilet waste is dyed deep blue to allow leaks to be easily spotted. Not to mention, this phenomena happened numerous times over a three-week period. I mean, I, I'm not sure if the airplanes are just going over this one small, tiny little town and like, yeah, let's drop our sh shitters full. You <laughs> exactly. know? Shitter was full. It, it's like one guy and he's like, fuck this place. <laughs> fuck this place this in particular. This is where I grew up and I got bullied. <laughs> Hold on. Drop in the toilet water. Yeah, but you can't. It's not that because it's not dyed deep blue. Right. I don't think they can. I don't know. Yeah, they're not supposed to do that anyways. Yeah, yeah. The next popular theory was far more outlandish, attributing the blob's appearance to a U.S. Air Force bombing practice hmm. conducted over the Pacific Ocean. Now, according to this theory, these bombing runs obliterated large schools of jellyfish and blasted their pulverized remains into the upper atmosphere what? from where they rained down onto the Oakville area. Jellyfish pieces, huh? <laughs> right. Gather around, chitrons. Gather around. Let me tell you the story of the season of the jellyfish rains. Is this like your story about the cat bombs? They did put bombs in cats. Also, some of the birds aren't real. Okay. While Master Sergeant Thaddeus Hosley, which was a spokesman from Accorda Air Force Base, later confirmed that the 354th Fighter Squadron was indeed conducting live bombing practice uh, seven and a half miles off the coast around the time of the incident. Incident, mm. This theory fails to explain why the blobs only fell over the Oakville area or why the blobs were of uniform size or why the pieces of other marine creatures that would yeah. obviously have been blasted were not found on the ground. Like that looks like a jellyfish, but I'm right. pretty sure that's a killer whale. <laughs> Nor does it explain the mysterious symptoms experienced by those who came in contact with the blobs. Mm. The effects of jellyfish stings are considerably different. So despite this, the jellyfish theory proved so popular in that area that the residents of Oaksville discussed actually holding an annual jellyfish festival to commemorate the events Shit. of August of 1994. You got to capitalize on what you capitalize I, I, Well, on, in huh? fact, one local bar even invented a jellyfish cocktail. Composed of vodka, fruit juice, and jello. But, mm. you know. I guess I own that shit. While jellyfish were almost certainly not responsible for the Oakville blobs, it's still possible that the U.S. Air Force was. Yeah. Now, this brings us to by far the darkest theory regarding the incident. 
In his report to the Washington Department of Ecology, Michael Osweiler stated that under the microscope, the Oakville blobs appeared to be man-made, with tiny cavities seemingly designed to hold and disperse something like bacteria. Fucking aliens. Did you release the bacteria displacement sacs? Yes, Lieutenant Barbeck. Soon the planet will be ours. And we will be able to probe assholes that will. All hail the human galactic asshole probing union. All hail. Speaking of that, A there, buddy. Yeah, I do not have any pants on. Relax, human. You're about to be anally probed with this machine. We're going deep in there. That's fine, but can I smoke in here? Around the time of the blob rain, Oaksville residents reported a noticeable increase in Air Force activity over their town. And in the days leading up to the incident, with Dottie Hearn recalling, quote, We had a significant amount of military aircraft flying over the home prior to this happening. Almost every day we saw slow-flying bombers and helicopters, all black in color, and we kind of thought it might have come from these, end Mm. quote. Reports suggest that the Oakville incident might not have been an accident and that the town had, in fact, been the target of U.S. Air Force experiments in biological warfare. Well, shit. Now, this is not as outlandish as it may sound. They never do that stuff. What are you talking about? Oh, hell no. So between 1949 and 1969, the U.S. military sprayed various U.S. cities, including San Francisco, Minneapolis, and St. Louis, and New York, with simulated biowarfare agents to determine how vulnerable they were to biological attack. Pretty shitty. Mm. These simulated biological agents included chemicals such as zinc, cadmium sulfide, and bacteria such as Bacillus globigii, Mm. then thought to be harmless to humans. However, as you may have guessed, these substances turned out to be rather more dangerous than initially believed and are now believed to have caused hundreds of severe illnesses and deaths. But that's, that's a topic for another episode. Right. So, without confirmation from the U.S. government, this explanation for the Oakville incident remains little more than a tantalizing conspiracy theory. A less exciting, though more likely, theory states that the little blobs were, in fact, grains of a chemical, sodium polyacrylate, a gelatinous polymer capable of absorbing 800 times its weight in water. Mm. Sodium polyacrylate is used in a variety of products. Um, we're real familiar with it. So Diet soda. Includes disposable diapers, feminine hygiene products, bandages, cool packs. They use it as a thickener in food, drilling fluids, industrial coatings. Taco Bell. But it's also used in agriculture. <laughs> I just got what you said. <laughs> to help retain moisture in the soil. So according to this theory, polyacrylate particles from a nearby farmer's field were swept up by the wind and carried into the upper atmosphere where they absorbed water, swelled into gelatinous pellets, and then rained back to the ground. Hmm. A similar incident occurred in 2012 near Bournemouth in England, lending further credence to this theory. Mm -hmm. Though in the later case, the polyacrylate particles were already in the soil and they swelled during a rainstorm giving the impression that they had fallen from the sky overnight but as people kind of dug in the soil you could find it further down this stuff wasn't resting all over the surfaces of everything Hmm. so yet another theory presents that the blobs were from a star jelly what they call start i know star jelly a mysterious gelatinous substance that suddenly appears on the ground overnight and which has appeared 
in scientific reports and poetry since at least the 17th century. And when the sky opened up, it <laughs> rained sperm. <laughs> Once believed to have been deposited by passing comets and shooting stars. Shooting indeed. Star jelly is now thought to be, amongst other things, the remains of amphibian reproductive organs and spawn vomited up by birds and other predators. Nice. It's also Sick thought to be blobs of blue-green algae known as nostoc or colonies of gelatinous single-celled organisms called slime mold. Hmm. But uh, these theories fail to account for the strange symptoms experienced by those who came in contact with the Oakville blobs, for one. And two, these are kind of like... Um, one-off situations this isn't widely spread throughout an entire town on top of all the roofs falling from the sky on you know the the windshield of police cars and that sort of thing right these are just uh singular items that they find hanging out so weird so the most likely explanation might be the most disappointing Mm. so um but despite the endless analysis and speculation surrounding the oakville blobs no rigorous epidemiological study of the incident has ever been conducted Mm. supposed human victims of the blobs were never systematically interviewed or examined the dead animals were never collected or necropsied. Aside from the preliminary examinations of Sunny Barclay's sample conducted by the McCleary Hospital Department of Health and Department of Ecology, no further analysis of the blobs has been performed due to the disappearance of the actual evidence. Hmm. Thus, the evidence linking the Oakville blobs to the outbreak of severe vertigo and flu-like symptoms is largely circumstantial based on anecdote and hearsay. Furthermore, through countless retellings for news outlets and television programs like the Unsolved Mysteries, key details have been ignored or altered in the interest of telling a good story. For instance, Sonny Barclay's kitten, he was already suffering from severe digestive issues at the time the blobs fell. The kitten's death and that of all of the animals in the area may just have been a complete coincidence. Absolutely. We humans are born pattern seekers, and the close proximity between the blobs falling and the outbreak of strange illnesses may very well have led Oakville residents to link together two completely unrelated incidents. Mm -hmm. However, with 30 years having passed since the incident itself, its supposed victims have long since recovered, and the only known sample of the blobs mysteriously disappeared, so we may never know for sure. All we can do is keep watching the skies, because the truth is out there. And it might be really sticky. (laughs) That shit was weird. Let's find out what our dipshits think about it. Well, it sounds like nature is gross. Yeah, it does. It's a gross story. It is gross. Um, and it was in Washington, and Washington is just a weird place. Yeah, but Lots we have a lot. Happen we, we do have a lot of weird shit happening here. Yeah. It's like the New Zealand. Although there's, no, it's not an island nation. It seems we have mountains, we have snow, we have deserts, we have fucking mm. all of the things mm-hmm. happen here. And so we have people that we have hippies and we have fucking rich guys. And <laughs> that's how it works. It's very strange. But I guess a lot of places are like that. But Washington is just it's the strangest state. It is. But anyway, of course, it happened here. And yeah. It sounds like I mean, it sounds like some sort of manufacturing thing, like a chemical process. Yeah. That a company was doing. Well, yeah, actually. Uh, or a natural phenomenon that's just rare. It, it sounds like a chemical process a company was doing. However, it went through the lab and was proven to be biological. I know, but what, I mean, I want to see how that was done. Like, was it tainted in some way? You know, we have one sample. 
right? That's mm-hmm. what we're going off of. Well, it's... How, how well did they collect it? We have it? no... Well, she wore gloves when she collected it because she was afraid that whatever got her mom sick was going to get her sick. That makes sense. So she did wear gloves. But a lot of contamination can happen, especially well, if you're not trained. That's, that's what I think. Is It's like, fuck. I know, but I don't want to, you know... We I want also, 20 samples. We want 1,000 samples. I don't want to question the De- Washington State Department of Ecology and their lab equipment. Right. But again, well, did they say like, well, it could have been contaminated? We don't no, know. it was never of... mentioned. No. Okay. Well, fuck. No, the conta- the fact that uh, human cells with the missing nuclei, that was kind of interesting. That is fucking nuts. It was fucking weird. So it's like, so, it automatically goes to some MK Ultra thing where you're like, right. okay, now, who we don't knows? trust these cunts. They don't like us. They obviously <clears throat> don't like us. Uh, oh. We're talking about politicians and bureaucrats. Oh, they no. can give two fucks about numbers of people. So it's like, yeah, they pick it a town surprise, somewhere. It wouldn't surprise. They did it to me. I was a kid. Right. Uh, I remember I was in like the first or second grade and I went out on the playground. Gosh, I'm trying to remember what year this was, like 1979, 1980, maybe. I don't even, I don't really remember. They MK just, altered your ass? No, they covered us. They sprayed the Bay Area. I was living in oh, San Jose at the time and uh, helicopters would go overhead and I remember as a child uh, being on the playground, feeling this weird, it felt like rain. If anybody has stood underneath a tree that has an aphid problem and you mm. feel the aphid dew hitting you. Which is pee. Yeah, it's aphid piss is yeah, what it is. Yeah. But that's what it felt like, even though I wasn't anywhere near the trees. The weird thing was, this happened a few times. And I noticed like this weird honey-colored speckles all over everything Hmm. um it was it was just really strange and my mom she's brushing out my hair for me and she's she's saying what is in your hair because it was sticky so it was sticking all my hair together what are you what do you do stay away from the trees right come to find out i'm sure a lot more happened i was so young a lot more probably happened but eventually the public became aware of what they were doing Mm -hmm. and um the the city or whatever government had to put out notices now when the helicopters were going to go overhead and spray what's called malathion and this malathion has been proven to be very 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 bad for people it's not good for us uh, no, what? no, and I think the they were trying to, something bad. I think uh-huh. they were trying to kill mosquitoes, but I was covered with it Unintended for like consequences w- weeks. I don't even know how long it was everywhere. Hmm. I mean, it was sticking my hair together. I remember it smelling funny, um, but yeah, you know, I got dosed by the government. You know, I was a tiny little thing. My yeah. parents did too. It was all over everything. Yeah, there's the history is riddled mm-hmm. with things like that where. Yeah, people, uh, there's a problem when you don't see human beings as human beings. And, mm-hmm. and we as people just can't get outside of, mm-hmm. we just have a few people in our lives, 100, 150, 200 people that we know of and are 3D characters. And mm-hmm. it's, that's why government's kind of weird because they're looking at these big numbers and they're like, what's 3,000 farmers in fucking Wisconsin? Who cares? Fucking <laughs> drop it there. See what happens. Right. And it's just, that's the. Or sh- 700 people in Oakville. In Oakville. Mm-hmm. And they're probably like, and look at them. I like what they did. They're like, let's have a. A jellyfish day. I know. It's like this made us all sick and we don't know what's going on and nobody's <laughs> shooting us straight. Right. But let's fucking have a sense of humor about and maybe it. Maybe I should have a aphid piss day. <laughs> <laughs> we can make aphid piss drinks colored the color of honey. That shit. I'm allergic to that shit. I know. When we you moved are. to California, it was Oh, like, you were so allergic to aphid. Shit? It's like it feels like it's raining, but it's sticky. And oh, kinda... I'll never forget. I looked at you in spawn and said, Yeah, you're being pissed on. Yeah. I was it's like, aphid piss. What? That's a lot of aphids. Yeah. It's like, all look right. up, see the willow? 
It's Na- covered with aphids. Nature's just laughing at us all the time. <laughs> They're like, they don't know what the fuck's going on at all. Right. They don't know at all. All right. Well, that was interesting. And yeah. so there's really no answer. There is no it answer. Is. Uh, I did. There's no follow up. Like somebody nope. actually finally went through and said, look, fuckers, it's this. No, actually, what I did find was a bunch of stuff online where this substance in many different ways has been found across many states okay so um, it must so be something natural or a conspiracy it's a lot of things aliens. it all looks the same it's but aliens. it is polyacrylate in some instances in some instances it is slime mold <clears throat> in other instances it was actually the innards of frogs during breeding season okay. that the they think bird, these are connected or they just look the same they just look the same well there's the same because nature is gross <laughs> everywhere you go nature is gross yeah well it, it really is so all right well it's probably not aliens it's probably not uh you know spooge from the stars i doubt it's star jelly no i mean that's pretty weird imagine if space was just filled with icky things i know it's just like oh fuck space is way gross <laughs> Like, stay out of space. It's fucking viscous it's like and gross out there. Icky. All right. Well, that was fun. Let's get to some ghost stories, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Or a ghost story. Yes. And it's a listener sent in ghost story. Send those at info at skycast.com. We love that. All right. Here we go. Listener correspondence. It's a ghost story. All right. Before we dig into our ghost story, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about Dippy. Yes. Our mascot. Yes. And that came from Alan Sweeting, yeah, who's a sweetie, mm-hmm. and we appreciate him a ton. He's from the Garbage Disposal mm-hmm. on Facebook. And he's out there doing stuff, spreading the scat yeah. and other things as well. Smearing the scat. Smearing the scat. Yeah, That's smearing right. It. Spreading the suck. Yeah. I, smearing the scat. I have these two worlds that collide <laughs> and whatnot. But we named him Dippy, and that was uh, suggested by a listener. Yes, it was. That's his name. Yeah. Is Dippy. Dippy is his name. And he's going to hang out with us when we uh, record this, but but also when we go outside of here. Oh, we got all kinds of fun stuff planned for Dippy. He's going to road trip with us. So thanks again, Alan, for that and for all the stuff that you do. And for all of you guys online, not just our trusted turd triad, they are working hard, obviously, Mm -hmm. but we have a ton of you guys that I would consider the trusted turd council Oh, uh, that are out there just... Uh, smearing this cat? S- smearing. That's so gross. I know. We're a really gross Hashtag company. Smear this cat. Monique is such an elegant person. <laughs> and it's so funny to have her in this world. Welcome to the poop. Oh, well, thanks. You married thanks. Me, when, when you married me all these years ago, I, I know. did you assume that I, there was going to be a, I kinda a had an poop idea. cast? No, but I knew something weird was going to happen. Okay. Like, well, you know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> all your friends were like, uh, They're like, why? This is like rolling a lot of weird dice. Yeah. Dice that don't work out weird. Anyway, I mean, all right. So Dippy and Alan, thank you. Yes. Um, we're looking at Dippy right now. I love him. Uh, thanks, Dippy. He's so cute. Yep. All right. Now let's talk some ghosts. Yeah. So we have a story that was actually sent in. I think it was at the beginning of August, I think. Uh, and I don't know if she wants me to use her name or not, so I won't. Um, but this uh, listener sent in a story that I found really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just read it as she sent it but it's very interesting and we had actually done a call to action Mm -hmm. and asked uh, for your ghost stories so this is one of the ones that was sent in and I want to share it yep let's do it hello Mr. Scriptkeeper and Mrs. Scriptkeeper hello hello (laughs) so I'm writing in today as a follow-up to your request from the dipshit files last episode on ghost stories 
I've sent this story into Lindsay for scared to death, but it hasn't been read yet. And you know, who knows? It may have been by now. It's probably in one of these books. By I now. know. Yeah. I know it can take a while since they get a lot on that show. They do. You guys had asked for it. So here you go. Hell yeah. We get much less. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Maine. Yes. I know out in the middle of nowhere. And at the time I lived in a small town known as Lebanon with my mom. I grew up there, went to school for all 12 years there and everything. Our house is very old. Like, I mean, 1800s old. Oh, Monique would love that. Oh, I love those houses. It was one of four founding houses of the town. And we even have an old graveyard in our backyard. What the hell? Yeah, creepy as hell. Tight. Have all the Halloween parties the whole year. No kidding. This house has some history and I couldn't find out too much on my own. All I was able to find out is what my stepdad knows, which is part of the house burnt down at one point. No one died in that fire. And that part of the house was also used as some sort of clinic. When digging our vegetable garden, we dug up some old foundation. And I also found an old medicine bottle tool. That was really cool. So I think it's kind of fair to say that, yeah, we have some unexplained experiences in this house, or at least I have. We've always had cats, and they always react to nothing when in the house, meaning they could be fast asleep on my lap or somewhere, and then out of nowhere shoot awake and stare at nothing. Cats are little freaks in the head, though. Yeah, they Who are. Who knows what the fuck's going on in a cat's head? Weird. Dude, what? What is the cat staring at? I don't know. What the fuck is it staring at? It's tripping me out, dude. Dude, what is it staring at? I have no idea. Dude, I'm fucking scared, dude. Me too, dude. No noise happened. Nothing that I could see touched them. Right. So that would happen quite a bit. But my first really scary experience when, was when I was home alone. Hmm. My mom was at work, and so was my stepdad. He has his own heating business, so he's on call. I just finished eating my lunch, and I went to put the dishes in the sink. I got halfway back across the kitchen when the fork I had just put in the sink came flying across the kitchen at me. Shit biscuits. Like it was thrown. It had so much force that it fell on the floor, didn't hit me thankfully, and skidded the rest of the way across the floor under the table. I'll attach photos at the end of this email to see how impossible that would be even if it was just to fall off the counter. This was my first real terrifying experience with that being. Hmm. Now, the next few experiences happened more recently, right before I moved out. They happened in consecutive days. I work second shift, so I go into work around 2.30 and then get off at 11. And I would get home with travel around 11.30 to 12 o'clock, depending on the weather. We have three cats. One is mine, Aurora, and one is my mom's, Bella, and the third is my stepdad's, and his name is Spooky. And they all hate each other. That's <laughs> right, how that's how cats are. Yeah. Now, for this, it's important to note that most of the time, Aurora and Bella tolerate each other, yeah. but Aurora doesn't particularly like either Bella or Spooky. Boom. Yeah. Spooky also never comes upstairs because of Aurora, but both Aurora and Bella would always sleep with me. So it's pretty routine for me to come home from work, go upstairs to my room. It's also important to note that my room is upstairs and put food in the food dish, check the water to make sure they have some. This night, they didn't have any water, so I had to go downstairs to the kitchen to get a jug of water to fill the dish. While I was downstairs, something happened to freak out both Bella and Aurora. I know this because I was going back upstairs and they were both hissing, fur puffed out and running down the stairs at full force. They were not fighting with each other. 
This hissing is also not normal for Bella. In the last four years we've had her, I've never been able to get the cat to hiss ever. Okay. Now, if you also remember, I said both Bella and Aurora would sleep with me every night. I couldn't get either cat to come back into my room. I even went as far as to pick them up and bring them in, and they'd freak out at the threshold of my door of my room. Out of character for both cats. Mm. I went and lay down on my bed and realized at this point that my hand hurt and stung. I looked down and had a scratch on my hand. Three scratch marks to be exact. Neither cats scratch me. They do not use their claws or scratch. Nor did I do anything that would make that scratch mark either. The cats did not sleep with me for the rest of the week, and it took them a month to come back in my room. Because they sensed the evil. Well, then, Not of you, because of the evil. So the next day, I was in my room, sitting there watching TV. I have an Alexa in my room, and Alexa just started talking randomly. Nothing was said that was close to Alexa. Mm. Uh, I didn't say the word Alexa. But it just turned on and Every, did shit. And now everyone listening, their Alexas are going off right yep, now. because you said Alexa. <laughs> there was no reason for her to come on and start talking. Right. Well, and even uh, less of a reason for her to say that she was going to play this song. So I have a hard time listening to this song because it was my ex-boyfriend's and my song. Hmm. This boyfriend passed away five years before in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And that's the song that Alexa played. Randomly, it played that. Yikes. I see. Uh, that's, that would feel that is, pretty. It is kind of like creepy, personal isn't it? And strange, yeah. Well, either way, even if you guys believe me or not, this is my story of my childhood house and some unexplained things I've had happen. I've also had some videos with orbs floating by and have had some photos with orbs in them. Hmm. I can't find them anymore because they got lost in transfers of computers. Oh, that's a bummer. Those would be cool to see. I um, lost a video where I have this little Drachnall dog. Yeah. Where he's picked up above a pool. Mm-hmm. And he's pretend, he thinks he's swimming, but he's above the pool. Cutest <laughs> thing in the world. Would have got a million views. Lost it in a transfer. I was, feel the same way. Was he haunted? No. Were there orbs in that video? I mean, Drachnall's probably haunting someone with <laughs> their snossages. He's probably trying to pick up snossages off the ground. I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this story. We did. We Thank did, you. yeah. Thank you for writing to us. Hail Nimrod. Praise Lucifina. Three mm. out of five stars. All I love them. you guys. Right back at you. I'll listen to you guys in the present while it feels like the future for well, you. Stay spoopy. We're trying to stay spoopy. It's coming to October time. Yes. Thank you. I think yeah, the lesson thank you. here is uh, have cats, but don't have cats that hate each other so have a cat that's I think, what i learned i don't know man this i've lived in some pretty creepy houses myself i say that while we're living in a creepy house yeah we do have a creepy house um we have a beautiful home i love our house me too um but there is definitely some unexplained stuff going on in this house pretty consistently there's five or six secret rooms that we know of mm-hmm. and there's one or two that we we're we think that there's more right that, like lead to more things this right. house is is uh unexplored yeah much well, like the ocean we actually have uh it, in one part Part of our house, we have a fireplace that existed at one time, mm-hmm. uh, and I know it's still there, but they walled it up. Right, we have two chimneys, mm-hmm. but then one fireplace. One fireplace, yeah. exactly. There's all sorts of little spaces. There's little these, nooks and crannies. These old school homes were cool that mm-hmm. way. I'm waiting for like a, I wish there was a bookshelf that. I know. It's just missing. <laughs> just that. a wall. But we have like a one in our bathroom. Mm-hmm. We have one. We have all over the place. All kinds of creepy. I'm not going to tell you where we have things. But uh, we have had some really, really weird experiences in this house. Some of them, pretty intense. Um, at one point, yeah. I, I was in the bathroom, and I was washing my hands. It was evening. 
and Zach was in the living room. He's only like 20 feet from me, if that. Mm-hmm. And a picture flew off the wall in the bathroom, um, kind of above me a little bit and to the in front of me. Anyways, his picture literally flew off the wall and smacked me in the head and landed in the sink. Yeah. And I could hear it. it was loud as fuck. <laughs> I'm sure I screamed and maybe cursed, but there was no reason. The nail was still there. It came up off the nail. So it was an interesting thing because the picture itself had a screw-in hook on the top part of the picture. It wasn't one that mounted on the back. So you had to actually, like, hook it over, you know, hook mm. this little hook thing over the nail. So there's really no way that it was going to come off the wall unless it was hit or pushed or... And it we was have also some loud stereos around. I don't even think maybe the guy today earlier he yeah, could have done that, but not I, the, not with the force of it because it smacked it, didn't it? No, it hit me in the face. Yeah, it was like fucking yeah. boom, and it was above me. I mean, I had a hard time. I mean, reaching it, I have to go out of my way to reach this picture. There was no reason. There's Brilliant. no explanation. Yeah. Wasn't music, and I know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I, we would wasn't. have known that it was music. It, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, it had to lift it up and off a hook. I it's feel like not, squirrels were involved. <clears throat> did did you? Tense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Squirrels can do some. I mean, they're they're crafty. Well, that's just one experience that we've had in this house. I like all our ghost experiences in Me the too. house because I too. like our house. Me too. So therefore, I think our ghosts are kick-ass. If we have well, ghosts, which I you know I don't know, but uh, I'm pretty sure we do. I like the vibe of our house. Yeah. So. Well, there's only one that I don't get along with perfectly, and he's happened to be the one that is down in my studio. Right. And we get along fantastic. As long as I'm out of there by 10 p.m. <laughs> Our ghost has a curfew. Yeah, he does. Get the fuck out. It, whatever it is. Yeah. It's don't like, have to go, don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. There's sometimes I can go down there and it's okay as long as I'm not down there for too long. But if I'm working and I get lost in my work and stuff. I Get the fuck out. I know it's 10 o'clock when I'm deep in work, totally thinking about what I'm doing, just absorbed. And all of a sudden I'm acu- immediately acutely aware of my my space where it's like all of a sudden i'm just snapped out of my work and it's like okay gotta go gotta go (laughs) that's fun well thank you for sending us your letters uh we'll read more in the future too for sure info at scatcast.com if you want to send more ghost stories Mm -hmm. or if you'd like to send any kind of stories that are in the oddities world Mm -hmm. uh, we're definitely interested in hearing the weird shit that goes on in your lives yeah send us uh, some ghost stories if you can and we'll try and pop those in during the month of October we're going to have fun in scatcast land during the month of October Mm -hmm. at least that's the goal I think so I think we'll do our best All right, big thank you to Bodhi our quartermaster yes doing all the research he's doing he didn't do it this time but we've got stories in October Mm -hmm. he's up to uh, thank you to the rest of the Trusted Turd Triad. Yes. The T3. Uh, that's Chris, our Dookie Slayer mm-hmm. in Discord. And then we have, of course, Don, the Shitbox Wizard in Facebook. Yeah. The Shitbox, S-H, Kitty Butthole T mm-hmm. Box. And you'll find us. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. And thank you to everyone that's populating those places. Right. We appreciate that. Such a fun place. Both of them. Yeah. We're having a fun time mm-hmm. doing this, and it sounds like you guys are having fun with us. Uh, cartoons are coming. Mm-hmm. I feel it like... The ice walls might have brought us some cartoonage coming. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll at least get somewhere somewhat closer. So, yeah. Anyway, but thank you to everyone listening. Info at scatcast.com, scatcast.com for more episodes and all the bonus crap. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast for more bonus crap. Yeah, and there's all kinds like of stuff. Throw, us, throw yeah. a coin to your witcher. 
We'd appreciate it for sure. Or just to your witch. But to your witch. You know? <laughs> and whatever the fuck I am. I am kind of a, a bard. I'd you be are. singing the song. I'd be you I'd, are. I'd be singing toss a corn to the witch. What lady. makes you think that it was me I that I said witch? I don't know. Oh, Could have yeah. been you. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bing bong. Bong. Poop (laughs) sound. (laughs) Poop sound.